Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, and welcome once again to History Dweebs. I'm Tim. Welcome to the podcast where we take a light-hearted look at the dark side of history. Uh, the topic of our podcast today is called The Teacup Poisoner, Serial Killer Graham Frederick Young. What do you think about that, Brandy? Hold on, you tell me we got a man poisoner? I know, yeah. isn't that weird? That's some candy-ass shit right there. It's well, weird. Oh, hold on. This, this is an adult podcast. If you can't handle that, turn off the damn radio or whatever it is radio. you're listening to on here. Turn it, get your remote, turn change your boom channel. box down. Don't let the door hit you in the ass. Thank, Thank you. Thank okay, you, Colonel. There's this, our disclaimer. All right. We are an adult <laughs> podcast. We use adult language, so if that offends you. Fuck yourself. Uh, please check out one of the other fine podca- podcasts out there, such as Comeback, Colonel, is the new podcast by our friend Nicholas. Oh, yeah? And, uh, yeah, it's a um, cool podcast, so we encourage everyone to check out Comeback. Available now on iTunes. Before we start, and we're going to say um, also, uh, they walk among us, our good friends, Ben, because I have to say something for the record. Okay. There were actually physical threats made to the colonel. Um, it turns out that lovely Rosanna. Rosanna Fitton from uh, They the, Walk Among Us. The ginger. Um, I think you're making it Spit worse. out whatever it, it does, is. Your hand doesn't catch on fire if you touch a red head. Oh, he made a comment last time that her hair was on fire. You know what? You know what I want to know? Yes. What the fuck happens when I'm not here? <laughs> what the fuck goes on? You understand that I'm going to have to go on vacation and leave instructions for one of my staff because you and you and the other boss around here, men can't be in charge of shit because the three of you will fucking burn this place to the ground, roast marshmallows, and wonder what the fuck happened. Well, you, I'm glad you bring. I'm glad you, you mentioned you're that. You're clipping a little bit there. I'm, 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 gl- I'm glad you mentioned that because we were going to talk about your what lack of appearances on the show. It seems she's like fucking Johnny Carson in the latter years. You become a guest star. I mean, a guest. You show up like star. once every three weeks because I'm actually working. I am working. Uh, your thoughts on that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's your thoughts on that, Colonel? Yeah. Okay, Job. I'm, <laughs> I'm actually working. I'm actually doing my job. Job. Who do you think keeps this fucking place running? It's not the two of you dipshits. So you're going on vacation, Brandy? I hear. In a couple of months. Well, let me yes. introduce you, and then we'll find out all yeah, your just insignificant little Brandy time yeah. over. Oh my God. Uh, let me introduce our. Oh, well, first of all, I want to thank the lovely Leanne for suggesting this topic. This guy was a serial killer who poisoned more than seventy people. Mm-hmm. Colonel, you got to you got to be impressed by the numbers. 
Yeah, that's some badass stuff right there. Yeah, we're gonna talk about it. But it's before, kind of a it's kind of a puss way to go though for a man. Well, but he was you know he was a chemist, so he, mm. he was kind of cool. He actually, so he's like Heisenberg. He was a little he was nerdy. Yeah, that's a he's Breaking Bad. So he was, he went all Breaking Bad. Yes, he did. All right. He did before Breaking Bad was cool. All right, let me introduce uh, the lady who needs no introduction. Well, kind of she kind of does because people forget you're on this yeah. fucking show. Oh yeah, there's a uh, actually we have a a guest host today. <laughs> no, someone who uh, often does not even come here. Um, Hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the devil. The benevolent devil. The benevolent <laughs> devil. <laughs> we introduced the first lady of podcasting, the very lovely, <laughs> the uh, lady who's known as the Brandy the Benevolent. Can't even remember your introduction. I see that. So long. Queen Brandy the first. How are you today, Brandy? I'm all right, Timmy. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing well. You've uh, missed me. I, we have because you're you're, we're, we're, we're kind of carrying this podcast. Zip it. Um, balls hurt. <laughs> what's that? Just having her in the general area makes my scrotal region hurt. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but... <laughs> because she's liable to tear, tear them off and lop them off. She likes doing that to me. You're, you're, she's a man-eater. You're, you're, you're demasculate. Whoa, here I come. <laughs> you demasculate people. Oh, for Devil. sake. Anyway. She's a demasculator. She hates men. She demasculates don't people hate all the men. time. Well, Brandy, let's, uh, first of all, it's uh, almost uh, Young Noah's birthday. It is. And it is. I understand he's having a party. We are. We're having a soiree. He was, And the colonel and I have been personally invited by... You have. Yeah. He was by very, very specific about that. It was really strange. When is the party? It is the May the 13th. I'm there. It is May can the 13th. Can I bring a date? Of course you can bring a date. Right. Only if it's Renee. No. And, yeah. Renee Timmy, can't be there. You know, Timmy's not going to be there. Well, yeah. So, Where are you going to be? I really? I don't do parties, dude. Really? Wait a minute. It is outside the city. <laughs> what bus is yeah. going to run up there? <laughs> well, I don't true. I don't leave my apartment. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But, explain that but I invited him. Oh, sure. I'll let him know that you're a fucking freak show and you don't leave the apartment. <laughs> okay. I'd be happy to do that. So Noah had some very specific uh, uh, people he wanted to invite. Mm-hmm. So. And uh, the colonel and I were one of them. We're two of them. Yes, you were two. Yes, two you were two of them. And and but he doesn't want girls. No girls. He doesn't want girls. See, the guy, he's smart. I told. I'm trying Very to. Smart. I'm trying to tell him. You know, the more people there, the more presents. Yeah, but girls don't so, always pick out good presents. Well, no, they pick out sucky stuff. They you know, like. You know what? They ain't nothing worse than getting a kid a book for his birthday. Ain't no goddamn kid want a book for his birthday. Okay, I wasn't going to get him a book for his birthday. I know, but people always bring in these, like, learnings. No, don't bring something. To, bring something to fire some projectiles. That's what kids want. Yeah. Projectiles well, are important. He's mm-hmm. going to have, we've got these, I'm you know, like the sumo arrow. suits. He's got one. I'm getting, no, I mean a real crossbow. Well, no, we don't need that. <laughs> oh, that'd be cool. That, get that for me for my birthday. <laughs> Can I get him a, a mini bike? Yes. Okay. But he's a got. A BB gun? No. But you got, like, those sumo suits. We kind of mm-hmm. got. We got a couple of those so they can run around. We got big, huge boxing gloves that they oh, can do. We oh got, nice. you know, those. Nerf Wars and bubble gloves, whoops, and all kinds of stuff. So, you know, it should be a good time. There'll be booze. Well, it may turn into a sumo battle royale between the colonel and the devil. You can, <laughs> your hips could not fit in the suit. 
Oh, wow, it's for little kids. Oh, for His hips kids, don't yeah. lie. Well, <laughs> they do lie. They say they're a size thirty, to... but they're not. Mm-hmm. Well, this sounds I like take my pants off and show you the tag. I right don't now. think so. I don't think that's a great idea. <laughs> well, I will. I will have to send him a gift, but of course, I don't attend. Of course, you don't. <laughs> I don't attend parties, but uh, I will send a gift. Of course, uh, and it will be something age appropriate. I'm sure. Yeah, get him a Target gift card. He'll wet himself. I'll He'll be, be so excited. Okay, him, Brandy, I'll time's over. <laughs> send him some. Oh no, wait! I haven't even told you. I haven't even told you this story. I oh told yeah, this Tim. is a good story. So last night, out of fucking nowhere, Noah wants to talk about how um, how he was born. Are you going to beat that guy? I did Microphone. That was death, him. What are you going to? That do? was him. My apologies to our listening audience. So he wants to talk about how he was born, and he was born by a C-section. And so, so was uh, Julius Caesar, by the way. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great little history tidbit there. Why so he get the name. So he was. <laughs> it is. It's where the name comes. Look it up. God damn it. <laughs> so. I think you make shit up sometimes. <laughs> no, we're too lazy to check on it. Yeah, we are too lazy. Well, that's a pretty safe bet. But he. But, but he, someone in the audience will check it. God, I hope so. <laughs> These people. But he wants to. He wanted to. You know, he's asking me all about C-section and all this that and the other. And and he's known for a while that he was born by C-section. And but he said, "Well, did you did you videotape it?" I said, "No, fuck no, I didn't videotape it. Why that would have been cool. If why would did, I do that? If you do no. that again, will you? Sure. If I have another baby, I'll videotape it. Because we can post that. We can post that on the Facebook yeah. page. Well, so. That'd be a Patreon special. <laughs> yeah. So, it, well, you better charge well for it. But kind of, you know, we go along this conversation. I said, Noah, do you want to see one? Like, because he's asking me all these questions. I'm like, do you want to see one? Thinking he's going to be like, ew, no, gross. What? Yeah, I want to see one. Okay. So I pop one up on YouTube, and he's just fascinated. He's just watching it. And, you know, of course, doctors, when they pull these babies out, they're kind of not rough with them. But, you know, mm-hmm. they kind of just fling them here and there. And, you know, their babies are fine. Well, no, he's completely upset. Why is he doing that to that baby? You have to be gentle with the baby. They will break. Well, what is he doing? Why is that doctor doing point, that? I think. And then they go to cut the power cord. Ah! <laughs> the power cord. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, dude. No. Well, what is what is a, that? That's a biblical cord. Did you teach him? No, I just. I, it is kind of like a power cord, though. It is. It is, but that's not it. I'm like. It always reminds me of an astronauts floating off in space. Yeah. And you reel them back in by the biblical oh, yeah. cord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, you know, had to explain to him that his belly button, you know, what what the purpose was, and that his belly button's the scar from it, and fucking blew his mind. After that, he went to goddamn sleep because I think I don't know why. He is all about, and he wants to watch another one tonight. <laughs> so this is going to be like a, a series. A night time, yeah, this will be our night time. But, but, let me, let me say. You should show him a hysterectomy next. Well, let me say. Right, Colonel? I could, t- I could come over to the house and tell him about it. No. About a hyster- I got mine on about- video. A hysterectomy? Yeah, I got mine on video. Did you? I did. You know what? I really loved that time he drew. Remember you drew the female anatomy and posted yeah. a picture of it? That I was really, brilliant. I really loved the time he confused vasectomy and hysterectomy. <laughs> That's good stuff right there. I'm sorry, Brandy. Continue with Well, you. no, it's just evidently this is going to be like crazy nature channel every night before we go to bed. We're going to oh, watch birth and babies. I might come over because I could maybe learn a few things. I can learn a few things about birth and babies because I, I didn't look. You know what? But here's the thing. He's good at math, and this stuff doesn't bother him. So you know what? You, what do I have? He could be a veterinarian. Or a regular doctor. Oh, yeah. 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 But 
I don't know what a veterinarian has to do with it, but he could be a gynecologist. Why you want to limit him? I'm not limiting him at all. He wanted to see the video. I showed him the video. Aren't they veterinarian uh, gynecologists? Hold on, can I? I don't think so. Is that too specific, Colonel? Uh, uh, yeah. A gyno for a vet? No, like a, it's not. Okay. It's, 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 it's a, a thing. market, yeah. It's a niche market. Is there a proctologist uh, for, like, vets? <laughs> yeah, I believe there probably right. is. You know, to me, this makes me wonder. You know, I was talking about the astronauts, and yeah. you were talking about why is he got to be a vet. And uh, it just made me pop up. What, what do you call devil? A woman on the moon? What? What do you call it? An astronaut, you sexist bitch. Why don't you know that? Oh, yeah. I see what you I did there. I got it. There. You, you got it. it. You oh, got yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, first of all, that was a fucked up little whatever it was. <laughs> I'm just placating, dude. Okay. That was a good one. Fuck. That was a good one, Colonel. See, yeah. why can't women be astronauts? I don't Woman care. Woman on the moon, you always say, you just assume, well, I can't be an astronaut. See? Me and Timmy, we're the feminists here, too. We're the we ones are, all we about pro, We're pro-women. We're pro-women. Yeah. We get a lot of complaints about you, You think women should stay in the, We think you should stay in the home, but, I mean, you think a woman's place is in the home. Me Why do you Timmy? think that? We're, we're pro-feminist. <laughs> she's looking at you for <laughs> She's going to kill you. <laughs> You're a little misogynistic, devil. When is, <laughs> when is you, all, you mansplain to us. When is your face going to stop moving? <laughs> <laughs> My God. You know what I haven't I missed? Didn't get a lot of sleep last night. Quiet time in my car. <laughs> Going to and fro. You haven't missed us. You haven't missed doing these. You know, you have a whole you have I a have whole missed doing these. Legion no, of fans. I know there. and I love it. And I have missed doing these and I, and I cannot wait to see people at CrimeCon. Cannot wait. Yeah, we're not going to that. No, you are not, but I am. Yeah. Can't believe you're doing that. And I'm gonna burn Nashville down till nine thirty. I'm going to New Orleans, but I'm not going to Nashville. I'm going to New Orleans. You're going to New Orleans? Okay. Yeah, hell no, he's not he going can't. to New Orleans. I'm not but allowed you're going to New Orleans. I'm not in Louisiana. Anymore. But you're going to be in no. at DweebCon. DweebCon 2, the raft of Brandy in Cincinnati. And I'll probably make fall. an appearance. Probably make an appearance. Oh, you got to be there, dude. You have a, people that love you. Depends on what Rudy's got going on that weekend, whatnot. Oh. Yeah. You have to be there. People love him, don't they, Brandy? Mm. Mm. <laughs> No, I'll be there. Let me introduce him, by the way. I haven't yeah, even done that yet. Um, let me introduce Brandy the time most dangerous man in podcasting today, the moral compass of our podcast. The what? The, man, the moral compass of our podcast. A man who is known as an oasis in this in this troubled world of ours, an oasis in the desert of despair, the very no, honorable no, no, Colonel no, Reverend no. Charles Beauregard Hawk Waters, affectionately known as the Southern Gentleman. <laughs> what the fuck can't you speak? <laughs> Hey, I'm sexually known as the Southern <laughs> Gentleman. How are you, Colonel? He also I'm called you. Good, Timmy. He also called you the, I, the not, molar compass. I know. I, I believe. I, well, I'm trying to get through this, and I believe you might be having a stroke. So, <laughs> what's that um, smell? <laughs> is that burnt toast? <laughs> did you ever see that? Did you ever see that episode of? Uh, Sopranos, where the guy is like, "What's that smell?" It's like it's old just Dom. Falls over, yeah. no. He just falls over. Does no. Someone burns something. And just kills what the fuck is wrong with you? You saw that episode. It's funny, that it is. At the golf course. Yeah, at the golf course. Yeah. Yeah, that's a Jesus funny scene. God. What is that smell? <laughs> and then the other guy. 
had a heart attack because yeah. he was constipated on the toilet. That can happen, Brandy. That can happen. That's why you get your fiber. Don't push too hard. <laughs> Where these are these are words to live by. <laughs> I'm good, thank you. So, Colonel, you were telling me about some of your woes. Well, well of course he has woes. Timmy, I'm not good, Timmy. It's raining today. It is. I'm yeah, sad, Timmy. Sure. I'm sad. I'm sad. Um, he gets depressed when the I like doing the shows when it's just me and you because ain't nobody yelling at us. Remember, you, I you know, know, but it's better when the three of us are together. No, but yeah, guess but, what? What's happening when Timmy goes on vacation? Oh. God. Look, I'm on vacation in May. There is no way these two are going to get it together to post a, a new episode while I'm gone. We may post one every day. It won't happen. Damn you right. can't even do it when I'm here. Oh, just. You yeah, just, well, maybe you're the barrier. We will be. Keep your maybe panties you're the problem. I just want Stay to tell everyone tuned. that we may not be posting any uh, episodes the last two weeks of May because I will be out nope. of the country. It's going to be a very special history dweebs time. Yeah. Very All right, Colonel. Special. Any other uh, uh, problems you want to? Well, I'm not good, Timmy. I'm, I'm, no, I'm just. You kind of sound Timmy like you. I know. All right, let's talk about this teacup poisoner, right? Okay. Uh, Graham Frederick Young. That's a stupid name, Graham Frederick. Dude, they weren't going to name this kid over in England. This, well, uh, why don't you give him a minute? I want Bob. That's what I'm shooting. I know, but didn't she just have him yesterday? Then simmer down. This guy's going to be driving before he's. No, they haven't announced it yet. I'm sure he has a name. They're just not calling it it. Well, I don't know. Boy. (laughs) You. Yeah. (laughs) Number three. (laughs) Let's wrap this up. (laughs) Graham Frederick Young was an English serial killer who used poison brandy to kill his victims. He was sent to Broadmoor Hospital in 1962 after poisoning several members of his family killing his stepmother after his release in 1971. So he was out of commission for a while. He went on to poison 70 more people. I have concerns. What are your concerns? Oh, I have concerns that Lady Beverly's husband is named Graham. That's it, yeah, true. I don't I, think this is the same Graham. I, I don't think so. There could be more than one Graham. I don't know. England's pretty small. Uh, Neston is an area in northwest London. Oh, Colonel. see? One of just one small ham, once a small hamlet, Neston was described as the loneliest village in the world. Population never, four. Never <laughs> saw my fucking bedroom, I guess, whoever called it that. What the fuck? <laughs> when a railroad. What? What happened? Oh, I, I don't know. I think Timmy's having a meltdown over here. When a railroad came through the area. Timmy, can we back up for a minute? Yes. You smell something burning. (laughs) (laughs) Your bedroom is alone. You got a cat, don't you? Yeah. She's not allowed in my bedroom. (laughs) You'll let every other pussy in your bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) There's been so much pussy. And actually, and she's probably the cleanest one. Here's the funny thing about Timmy. (laughs) Timmy will meet you. He will sleep with you. He will buy you dinner. But he will not tell you where he lives. No, no, no. Well, if, you yeah. met, if you met the caliber of women that he was going after, would you? You know, Timmy has had... Tim, oh, let's Timmy stop talking about Timmy. me because Timmy No, it's always, Timmy time. No, <laughs> let's yeah, talk let's, about... Let's do Timmy time for a minute. Graham Frederick Because he's Young. always surprised me. I, I mean, he has the occasional, you know, inky. Sure. But for the most part, Timmy... Inky was a one-time thing. We right. Okay. But for the most part, you end up with these beautiful women, Timmy. 
Well, Inky wasn't a slouch. She was just a bit of a whore because she left. <laughs> she she left her address because she wanted a gift. <laughs> she left a self-addressed stamped envelope. Yeah, see, that's stuff you have to negotiate before. Yeah. Well, that I and I understand, but yeah. I feel you like can't, it was, you can't go. I feel like it was no, rude. You not, can't go. You know, I, there's no post negotiations. I, I feel like it was rude that you didn't at least tip her. <laughs> no. I mean, my was, God, she was nice. She was nice. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, but you won't let the cat. Let's, let's talk about Graham Frederick Young. But you won't let the cat in your room. No, cat's not allowed in my room. Sam's not allowed in my room. Hmm. When a railroad came through this uh, up. this uh, little town of Nesden, it started to, uh, you know, became industrial, right? And the population grew to more than 13,000, Brandy. All righty. It's the hometown of the famed British actress and model, Tweety. Oh, Tweety. Remember her? Yeah. She, she, she was a, very thin. She wore a paper dress back in the day. Mm-hmm. She's very thin. Have you ever worn a paper dress, Colonel, or a paper suit of any sort? Uh, Is just it Saturday? Just want to get out of the shower. <laughs> you wear a paper dress when you get out of the shower. Well, when he goes into the hospital, they make him wear those paper oh, things. Oh, yeah, those mm. things and no back. Yeah, buddy. Mm. On September 10th, 1947... A couple in Nesden, Fred and Margaret Young, and Margaret uh, was known as Molly, um, Molly Young. Well, that's dumb. Celebrated the birth of their second child, a boy they christened Graham Frederick Young. But it didn't take him three fucking days to give him a name. I want to call her Maggie. Maggie? Yeah. Margaret? Maybe. Anyway, Graham Frederick Young was their You know offspring. what I tell her? What? Wake up, Maggie. I think I got something to say to you. Now, it's late September. I should really be back in school. Mm-hmm. Sadly. I know I keep Sadly. But I feel I'm being used. <laughs> oh, Timmy, I couldn't have tried anymore. Yeah, I never did like that song because it sounded like me. He was banging an old woman. He was. He was. <laughs> Dumbass. Yeah, dude, that's what I believe that's, that was. Yeah, that's what I mean. What are you banging an old yeah, woman Yeah, because in the morning when the sun hits her face, she looks <laughs> like I, the crypt keeper. <laughs> <laughs> and... By old woman, Timmy means somebody over 30. Yeah, right. <laughs> 30, 35. I'm not commenting on that. <laughs> like to keep people guessing. <laughs> Margaret, you, you call Maggie. Maggie. She developed uh, pleurisy, Brandy. Oof. While she was pregnant. Uh-huh. Um, and then, uh, can be very, as you know, it can be very serious. What is pleurisy, Timmy? Well, it's the inflammation of the pleura. Brandy, mm-hmm. a lining that surrounds the lungs and can be very serious. Yes, I've had mine. I've had mine uh, ruptured before, Timmy. Your pleura, your pleura broke my rib. If you have one right more, if you have more than one pleura, what do you have? Pleurai, pleurai, pleuris, pleurai. Because you got the pleurises. However, have you ever had scurvy? No. Who in this room has <laughs> never had <laughs> scurvy? What is this? Pick on Tim Day or something? You know in. Um, yes. Pleurisy. You, you had a thought? Yeah. Come on, Dr. Quinn. Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, <laughs> tossed the pleurisies out of the temple. By the way, I, I, I listened to rants. Wasn't that the Pharisee? <laughs> I, I, I listened to rants and reasons, and Karen owns you on that show, dude. You know what? She I destroyed don't hear it. you. I don't want to hear it. You sh- I mean, really. You, you know why? Because she's new at this, and I give her some room to move. All she right. kills him, man. Uh, well, probably. She's much smarter. Yes. No, she is not. <laughs> she is not Destroy smarter. Not you do not I speak hear. well. You should not represent the, <laughs> I'm sure, the, the liberals. liberals. Are dumb. <laughs> yeah. 
That's you what really. you get from the show. Liberals are dumb. You were <laughs> so reinforced that. Couldn't we dude. find anybody else? I'm going to send this guy. Wait a minute. I understand Arambe's not available, but couldn't we found Coco the signing gorilla or something? Well, she does research and stuff. I mean, Coco does? No, Karen does. And she, I mean, she owns him on that show. Pion. Anyway, 1947, <laughs> 1947, when antibiotics weren't as widely available, uh, Percy is potentially not worse, Brandy. Percy? Who's Percy? Whatever. God In Molly damn. Young's case, it was about as bad as could get. Um, she turned out to, uh, to be a symptom even worse than the disease. She developed mm-hmm. tuberculosis. I think it's the, oh, consumption. the consumption. Consumption. I think consumption Tim, junction, I think Tim's on drugs. Which I died. Which at the time... So, uh, yeah, she got the consumption. Are you on drugs? Like, you're fucking up worse than usual with your pronunciation issues. No, I'm not. I'm I'm totally off drugs. Would you like to be real quick? I would love to be. Uh, Anyway, at uh, at the time, of course, um, the consumption was deadly. And three months after Graham was born, his mother, Molly, died. Oh, poor Maggie. That left uh, Fred Young to bring up his new baby as well as his daughter. His daughter's name was Winfred. They call her Winnie? Uh, Winfred. They called her Winnie? Yeah. Tell me they call her Winnie. Okay. They did. That makes more sense. She was eight years old. So he's with these two small children, right? Uh, He uh, also had a hold down as a job as a machine setter. Uh, Colonel, any thoughts on that? I was a machine setter for a while, Timmy. Back in Nam. Did you enjoy it? What kind of machines did you set? Um, I said a uh, IBM really? typewriter. Yeah, I was a typesetter. <laughs> I was a typesetter. That's uh-huh. different than a machine setter. You know that, right? Well, a typewriter is a machine, Devil. It's a machine that puts. He has a point, Brandy. That is on a page. Stop talking. Uh, anyway, anyway, um, his sister uh, moved Winnie. in. Winnie moved in with Fred's mother. Um, so grandmother. <laughs> Graham's mother, yeah. What? No, not no. Graham's mother. He moved it, in with her Fred's, grandmother. Yeah, grandmother. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, they uh, his dad was a machine setter. I said he couldn't cope with two children, nope. and he sent uh, uh, sent him to live with uh, their aunt and uncle, Uncle uh, Jack. His sister. Oh, so they separated. Stay with Uncle Jack. Well, Fred no. went to live with uh, his aunt and Uncle Jack. And his sister moved in with Fred's mother, so they separated him. Okay, this is this is sad. Now Graham quickly bonded with his aunt and uncle, and hated to be separated from them even for a short period of time. And her name was also Winnie. Oh, well, so that's man, convenient. Yeah, they must name Winnie the daughter after her. I'm guessing. Winnie and Jack, the uncle, lived in a neat, rented, two up, two down, post-war house. Uh, and Which, I have the road, and I'm not sure that's important. It is not. Um, they were op- uh, they lived opposite uh, fields in a small park, which is you know cool convenient if you're, if you're a kid. Mm-hmm. But there was a reservoir there, so mm. somebody gonna die. Yeah, somebody the reservoir die. was known as Welch's Harp, and yeah, your uh, you the park and reservoir were popular places for the children to play brandy. You might find reservoir dogs there. Yeah. Might canine. Graham was too young to go out on his own. Sure. But he even, uh, he didn't even seem interested in playing at home. He often just sat rocking backwards and forwards. I feel like that might be a bigger issue. <laughs> when he was two and a half, his father remarried. And with his new wife, 
who was also called Molly. This story's a little confusing. Dude. Yeah. There's a Molly. He, so he married another Molly. What's the odds of marrying pretty two good. Mollies? Molly was a pretty island, prevalent you can't name. can't swing a damn dead drunk Irishman without hitting a Molly. If Now, a wait a minute. If you're dead, drunk can dwarf. you be drunk? You can't swing a dead dwarf without hitting a drunk Irishman. And here's the other thing. Named Molly. Margaret should have never been called Molly. So that really wasn't her name. Margaret should have been Peg. Or Maggie. Well, that makes sense. Maggie. Maggie. Well, if he's having, if he in the throes of passion, if he calls out Molly, he's, he's in good shape. Yeah, it's convenient. Okay. So he really, but he really Don't married. He really married Molly number two to have a mother for his kid. Sure, Fred was pragmatic like that. He bought a house. Uh, uh, he bought the house that Winnie and Jack were renting and set up home there with Molly and Graham. And later, Winnie, the daughter, joined them. And Fred and Molly set about bringing the children up. So Fred. Fred and Molly, Winnie and Graham, they're all back together. And Jack, and, Jack and Winnie are uh, living upstairs. Yeah. Okay, so one big, you got a big family. One big happy family. For now. Got off to a bad start, however, Brandy. Uh-oh. Because Graham was vividly, visibly upset uh, about leaving his aunt and uncle. So perhaps... Well, yeah. Perhaps the trauma of being taken away from them affected him more than people could imagine. So taken downstairs from them? Yeah, I don't think they, I think they, they kicked them out, kicked them to the curb. Oh, that's nice. That's it, a fine how do you do. <laughs> anyway. I hate that. I hate when that happens. Anyway. Come home. I hate when that happens. You go back home, people act like they don't even recognize you, your shit all gone. Well, you know, thanks for raising my kids. Get the fuck out now. Thanks. <laughs> No longer needed. Yeah. Not essential. Your services are no longer required. <laughs> but the fuck by. But Graham didn't adjust too well to this well, rapid, I imagine not. rapid change. You ever been kicked out of a bar, devil? I, why? What have Just you curious. heard? <laughs> <laughs> Just curious. I, I don't. No. You're not under Okay. Oath. Just we'll get back to the I don't story. Know what to but do. a quick tour because on rants we did one on drugs, and I was a little surprised. But LSD, you ever tried? Uh, not on purpose. Okay. Other drugs, cocaine. No. Uh, Why did you look surprised? No, I've never had cocaine. Uh, what was some marijuana? Of course, you had. Um, devil's lettuce. Devil's lettuce. Yeah, but the LSD and the barbiturates. I know you abuse on a regular basis. So what? No, not uh, LSD. She's a barbiturate bitch. <laughs> she's a Barbie bitch over here. Uh, <laughs> come on, you got barbiturates on you right now. <laughs> First eat, of all, you eat goddamn barbiturates. Can you be in a like cop you, for us? You eat second all like Skittles. <laughs> What's that? Ask her if she could be in a cup for us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we're gonna need some. Let's I do an on the air P test right now. Yeah. Whip them out. P if you got. <laughs> There's mine. No. Negative. I, I'm, I'm wondering if any of a, any of us here could pass. I I feel like I could. All right, Colonel, continue with your inventory of her drug. Yeah, I mean, I know you, you, you eat second all like Skittles. Um, what? Have you ever smoked any crack? No. Timmy? No. Well, depends on who's crack for Timmy. <laughs> He's made some crack smoke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a good one. That was. <laughs> 
Okay, I'm done. Oh, I just when we okay, did so, it. So she, that so let me let, let me guess the story you were just telling us. It really didn't go anywhere. No, no, like <laughs> it's going No, it landed. It just surprised me because I did not know in this day and age when you were talking about how my co-host burns me. She has not done nary any of those drugs. I believe no, that. I'm kind of a pot girl. I don't. I'm not. I mean, I do like the occasional pill here and there. Uh, you know me. I'm a teetotaler. Yeah, you know. Yeah, y'all. The colonel is the no. colonel pure. Yeah. Vampire <laughs> come into this room, he looking right at me. I got the purest blood in this room. Do you? Mm. Except for all the Xanax and the you <laughs> yeah, know, well, well, various and assorted yeah. other things. Yeah, okay. Uh, anyway, so uh, Graham is upset when the aunt and uh, uncle get kicked to the curb. Right? Have you noticed how much we stay on task when I mean, the devil ain't here? I know. I know. Do you we notice did. how he keeps interrupting you and it's not me? <laughs> anyway, it didn't uh, take long before people started noticing that Graham was an unusual child. By the age of five, he joined his sister at uh, Braincroft Junior High. But what? He, Braincroft? Junior, junior High? Junior School. What the motherfucker? Junior he couldn't school. get into Hogwarts? Well, so he put him into Braincroft? But he never really fit in, Brandy. Does that mean that he's smarter his sister's touched? <laughs> Uh, no, because she's younger than him, so. No, she's not. She's older than him. Mm. In 1958, Brandy, Britain still had a two-tiered secondary school system where children were about 11 years old. They would sit for an exam, and then they decide if they're going to go to, like, a secondary school or they're just going to give them, like, a skills trade type of deal. Right, so you're either going to the career center or college. Yeah. When I was in school, all the hoods went to the career center. Well, that's where he... No, but no, no, he was bright. Now, see, now, Graham... See, you, you say that like it's a bad thing. No. I mean, we weren't given the option. I used to go into school on my senior year from 10, 8 o'clock to 10.30 every day, read the newspaper, and then go on, go to my job. Well, yeah, Graham so Graham did quite well on his exam, despite, you know, his trouble. Being five? Path. Yeah. He was five when he well, sat no, for this? When, when, no, when he sat for the exam, when he was older. His father bought him a, a chemistry set as a reward. The choice of the gift was an obvious one. Um, uh, he was Graham was wasn't really all that academic, but he was good in chemistry. So you know we were talking about Noah being a doctor. Yeah. Well, here's what could go wrong. Maybe Noah could be Breaking Bad. First, uh -huh. First of all, I'm confused because he's so gifted that he at five he's joining his older sister at hogwarts who yeah. is 13 yeah mm -hmm. in in her school she must have been a dumbass so let me which just is either it. that well hold on okay. which is either she's a dumbass or he's very bright but now he's taking this exam mm -hmm. which he does well on yes but he's still but now he's not very bright yeah. but he's he, good he, at chemistry he's very good at chemistry he has an aptitude for chemistry yes. in fact too. by the age <laughs> by the I'm age just of nine get this straight by the age of nine he developed an interest in all sorts of chemicals oh he yeah. was constantly borrowing his uh, stepmother's perfumes and nail polish remover and carrying out simple experiments within with with them, unknown to his father, he was uh, who was also sniffing sniff, sniffing the vapor. He was sniffing glue. Yeah, he was sniffing oh. the uh, the. Uh, oh God, that was so chemicals. Loud. Who, the dad or the kid? No, the kid, Graham. Ah, well, yeah. Graham learned the active ingredients in common medicines, and whenever one of the family took uh, ill, took any of them, he explained exactly what was in them and how they worked. 
So he's a smart little kid. He's a little smart ass, because if I'm not feeling well, last thing I want to hear is, <laughs> this is a nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, aching. Shut the fuck up and get out of here. Fuck out of here. <laughs> I just want to go to sleep. People would uh, preferred if he didn't, didn't do that. He also told him in detail what would happen if they overdose. You know... He's but, the guy on the com- on the Cialis commercials. You could die. You could get <laughs> yeah. Your dick could fall off. Yeah, your dick could fall off. You could die. You know what I always wondered about that now? Temporary left side paralysis. If uh, <laughs> or death. Timmy. Yes. If you get an erection that lasts for four hours, mm-hmm. how many people are you gonna call before you call? Oh, your I'm doctor? posting it on fucking Facebook. God damn right I am. Oh, I'm God. calling everybody. I'm do- I'm going live on <laughs> Facebook. I'm just like okay, it's one fifteen. I'll check back in with you too. I don't know. After a while, it'd get kind of old to be walking around with a boner, though. Nah, never too old, Timmy. Brandy, your thoughts on that? I just, you know, at Chuck's age, four you're, minutes. You're anti-boner. Four minutes, he should Are be. Are you anti-boner? On, I am certainly Are not you anti-boner. anti-boner. Okay. She's pro-boner. Pro-boner. <laughs> I am. I am. All right, so. Uh, <laughs> That's how Timmy does his work. And let's uh, get on Pro-boner. with Pro-boner. <laughs> Uh, so work this, this guy's little, you know, know it all. He's, he's going around telling. He's, he's going around telling people. I hate that kid. Yeah. By the time he reached his teens, oh wait a minute. When he was old enough to read, he liked to read nonfiction accounts of murder, huh. and uh, fi- uh, accounts of Doctor Crippen, the infamous poisoner, was one of his favorites. So he's odd. The kid's. Well, the kid's little, a weirdo. Little, yeah, he's a weirdo. Yeah. By the time he reached his teens, he developed an unhealthy fascination with uh, her Hitler. With who? Adolf Hitler. And took to wearing swastikas and would tell people the virtues of Hitler and that he was misunderstood to anyone who would listen. He should have developed Nine. a left Nine. hook because he was going to get his ass beat. Yeah, so he also read widely on the occult. Claiming knowledge, like or like you, Brandy, claiming knowledge of Wiccans and local covens, trying to uh, involve local children in bizarre occult uh, ceremonies, which involved sacrificing cats. Now, that's not cool. Good God. He is like Hitler Youth. He is Hitler Youth. The disappearance of a number of local (laughs) cats around this time may have pointed to a more regular occurrence of these uh, sacrificial ceremonies. So do we later know this guy as Dr. Mangala? This guy's not good. Uh, But his main interest, Randy, was poisons. He was fascinated how toxins could affect a human body. And at 14, Graham was eager to find a human guinea pig for his studies. Hmm. He chose a gullible classmate. Graham decided to put his knowledge on poisons to the test. His first victim, Brandy, are you guys okay? His first victim was fellow science pupil Christopher William. Oh, poor Chris. I'm guessing Christopher wasn't that good at science. Well, he suffered an extended period of vomiting based upon these tests, painful cramps, headaches, uh, due to these poisons that uh, Graham had fed him, a cocktail of poisons. Uh, hold on, did the kid know he was taking? I'm this not shit? sure. I'm not oh, sure if he knew it or not. It's a clutch part of the story. <laughs> but the, the uh, but when he went to the doctor, the medical professionals were baffled. Eat some charcoal. Graham was Christopher was yeah, lucky. Graham could have told you. <laughs> Chris, Christopher was lucky to have survived, Brandy, probably because. Um, Young couldn't satisfy his scientific curiosity. 
uh, he would monitor the illness of his victims when he got when uh, when they were sick. It, when his like this kid got sick, and he went home. He couldn't monitor him, so he 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 got frustrated with that. So he yeah. decided to focus on a group uh, that he had unlimited access to <laughs> his own family. <laughs> Seems logical. How old is this kid now? He's like nine or ten. About no, no, fourteen, age? fourteen. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was gonna say. Now, knows good Jake's age. He's Jake's age, yeah. Tell us what happens next, Brandy. Well, in 19... 19- Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. In when Graham was just 14 years old, he began to test his murderous concoctions by lacing his family's teacups with various chemicals and poisons. No prick in it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I just want my kid to talk back. Yeah. Just, Could you just stay out past curfew? Yeah. Okay, just don't clean your room. I don't yeah, know. something. Well, and you can tell they're in you're there in England. Yeah. Lace their teacups. I, I just want to say, Logan, Tana, Tana, thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you really they're See, underappreciated. They're, they are. <laughs> I'm gonna wake up with Noah taking a butter knife right over my stomach, yeah. going, you know, what's in there, mommy? Yeah. Let me see. Right. Poor Noah. Uh, When the family began to show intermittent signs of poisoning during the early part of 1961, Young's father initially suspected that Young might be (laughs) inadvertently harming the family by the careless use of his chemistry set at home. But, of course. But, you know, whatever his name was, Dr. Frankenstein there, he denied the accusation. Well. It's crazy talk. He was being unfairly um, accused. His name's Graham, I believe. There should have been a trial. (laughs) The potential for deliberate poisoning was never considered, especially as Young had also been ill on a number of occasions. Oh, so, see? See? Well, see, but that's smart. He's faking his own, so he fits right in. Mm -hmm. Fucking sociopath. It remains unclear whether this was by design to avoid detection through scientific interest in his own reactions or just the carelessness of exactly which teacups he'd poison. <laughs> you got to keep track of that shit. So it's, it's, it's undetermined oh, whether or not he's an idiot. Yes. Okay. Yeah, you really need to write that shit down. Mm-hmm. when you, well, you mark, go around him, mark him with a Sharpie or, or something. Or, you know, give up tea. You can do that. But maybe it was on his hands or something, you know? Yeah, this dumbass needs to learn. Wear gloves. I mean, it's not dumb. He's obviously bright. He knows how to poison people. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, you have to not poison yourself in the process. No, I agree. It's like uh, that flamethrower. It's like the flamethrower on 
um, you know, the, what's the game, Colonel? Um, game of Thrones? No, 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 no. The, the game, the card game, uh, Grand Theft Auto. When you use that flamethrower and you get it on yourself and you catch yourself on fire. Oh, yeah. Kind of sign this thing. I hate that. Yeah. It's not anything it's like that. It's kind of like that. Nope. Kind of. So, no. Throughout 1961, every family member in the household became deathly sick at one point or another. When Graham's oldest sister, Winnie, Winnie, was found by doctors to have been poisoned by Belladonna in November of 1961, Young's father again suspected him but took no action. Well, how, how is it that she came across Belladonna in her normal activities? Well, the dad Maybe suspected him. Maybe she came across him. a Stevie Nicks album <laughs> maybe mm-hmm. my thing is can you see a little gypsy for us colonel oh no <laughs> don't please don't ruin it please don't ruin it a little a little waterfalls no <laughs> no none of that here's the thing you can be nope. nope 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 <laughs> 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 got a whole bag got a whole <laughs> well you know stevie nicks is older now she's still pretty hot yeah, but have you seen her like? You know, well, like, like, I mean, in the morning f- sun in her face really shows her age. Oh God, now we're fucking up our '70s songs. But let me tell you something. <laughs> yes, Brandon. here's the thing. Yeah. So the dad does nothing, which means he doesn't give a shit about the daughter, and he thinks the son's going to be a money maker. I mean, you can't put it all on Fred. No, I'm saying he should have nipped this shit in the fucking bud. And well, where's instead, Molly? Molly has some responsibility in it. Molly one and Molly two. Well, Molly two one's dead, but Molly well, two. Mo- Molly one would struggle. <laughs> All right, so Molly Young. Molly one's not good for much at this point. No, Molly Young. I wonder. I wonder, I wonder if she really had tuberculosis or a bad sandwich or <laughs> bad cup of tea. She, she just had allergies. Yeah. <laughs> Molly Young, his stepmother, became the concerted focus of. Hmm. Graham's attentions gradually becoming more ill until finally, on April 21st, 1962, she was found by her husband writhing in agony Mm. in the back garden of their home with Young looking on in fascination. Your thoughts on that, Colonel? Um, I think she was being a little overdramatic. She just didn't want to go to school that day. Well, no, she's the wife. That's Molly, the second wife, Molly, too. Jesus God damn, fucking it's so hard Christ. She don't, she don't, she don't clarify anything. She's I, not clear. I was in her perfectly clear. But anyway, what do you think about that? You know what would be this, great? If it, you could quit texting to, like a teenager. He's going to have to go out and find a third Molly at this point. Well, I'm sure he can find one. Evidently, he can't swing a... <laughs> a dead hooker. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> we get so hooker. we get so much trouble for dead hooker memes on our page. So. People, yeah, you know, but you but, know what? People yeah, always want to know how the hooker got killed. Mark, but Mark Zuckerberg, Mark Zuckerberg is, is fucking testifying in front of con- Congress, but he's worried about our dead hooker <laughs> yeah, memes. Exactly. Sex workers. Yeah. Okay. All right. So. Dead sex worker. Molly. Yeah. Two. Molly two. Electric Molly. boogaloo. Molly. Ginger. She became ill. She's writhing in agony in the back garden. It would have been Graham so much better if her name was Alice her. or something. Right. Graham's just sitting there kind of watching her, and the dad flies out. They take Molly to the hospital, mm-hmm. and she died later that night. Ugh. I'd really like this part, though. Uh, her cause of death was determined as a prolapse of a spinal bone. Oh. Ooh, you ever had that, Colonel? Spinal bone connected to the hip bone. When, if you ever have a po- prolapse, mm-hmm. it's a problem. <laughs> Yeah, a prolapse to anything is an issue. 
Uh, and she was cremated, not surprisingly, at Graham's suggestion, which why he the fuck has say in anything. I'm not exactly sure. You know what? Let's catch you on fire. I got an idea. A 14-year-old. Yeah. Who's going to make this decision? You know, well, let me step up. It's funny. She was just talking to me the other day and said if something happened to her, she wanted to be burned In up. the event that there's a prolapse. <laughs> yeah. No, In the prolapse. event that she dies mysteriously. Yeah. Please cremate me. Yeah. So... <laughs> And no further action so was they're, taken. So they're taking their, uh, they they disposed of her based upon this 14-year-old yeah. recommendation. So, you know, yeah, because okay. that's evidently how things worked. Okay. Uh, and no further action was taken. Uh, right. Graham begged his father to cremate Molly because he could not stand the thought of Mumsy in the cold, dark ground being eaten uh, by worms. Ah, so... <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's pretty, that's pretty graphic. Well, those fucking worms that died pretty quick. First of all, he Got called her. Laced. He called her mumsy. Well, yeah, the worms would die, wouldn't yeah. they? You'd have a bunch of dead grass. And then you'd have a bunch of. I wonder how many mumsy cycles Ma- it would Ma- take Molly. before the. Because the other worms would eat the dead worms and then they would die. Right. How oh, they, it's eventually, a cycle. eventually it would infest. It would uh, mutate. The, yeah, to the crops and stuff. Get all into right. the water table. Mm-hmm. He called her mumsy. Okay. I don't know what to do with so, that. So so he begged his dad to cremate her. So her his father thought it thought it kind of odd that <laughs> that Graham that Graham seemed so upset when he had never been very fond of his stepmother. Well, you know, sometimes you know you don't know what you got till it's gone, Brandon. Yeah. Nevertheless, his right father Colonel? his father agreed to have Molly cremated. So I'm glad they could come to a consensus on that. Since let's, let's clarify who's texting as a teenager. You're talking about the colonel, right? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Look at him. Okay. That's why I'm he can't keep up with the fucking story. Keeping up with this story is like keeping up with a bunch of dwarves juggling bowling balls. Okay. Wait a minute. <laughs> keep it, you know what this? Hold keeping please. up with this story is like trying to keep up with Stephen Hawking singing opera. He right? had a lovely voice. <laughs> Sorry to hit those high notes, <laughs> but he did it magnificently. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. Oh, that's He's so bad, dead, dude. That's awful, dude. You're, my brother died of ALS. I get to make those jokes. No, you don't. It, it, see, see what he does every time. He always uses brings his dead brother, his dead mom. He's always got some relative who he can make fun of. My gay kids, his, his gay children. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like nobody. Yeah, he gets to make fun of everybody because he's got one. That's bullshit. You Anywho, were, huh? What? Why are you all nasty today? I'm not in a good mood. Remember, I remember good when mood we yesterday? did these, Timmy, and it was all friendly and jovial? Uh, gonna, like last week when it was there just was me and a you. spirit of camaraderie. When I was working, yeah, I remember that. Okay, so anyway, when she was hold on, you, they can't see the, the air quotes, quotes around working. <laughs> Go ahead, Doug. No, there are, there's on. no air bunnies around working. It's an move along. So it was. She was helping people find jobs. It was later discovered that Molly. <laughs> At Target, <laughs> whatever, had to, they need they need people too. Had developed a tolerance to the antimony, in which Graham was slowly poisoning her. Oh. So he switched to thallium, the night before her death to speed things along. Well, that's smart, really. Yeah. I mean, you know, otherwise he could be waiting for months. Uh, there were so yeah. she had a, she developed the tolerance to the poison. Right. Okay. So he switched it up, and just to you know get things moving. We got to get this moving. Why? Right. Yeah. yeah. Let's go. He's an odd Time little, is money. He was an odd little kid. He really was. Uh, let's see. There were even reports of further nausea and vomiting attacks at her funeral. Mm. Clearly, the death of his stepmother had not dulled Young's scientific curiosity. Well, 
Following Molly's death, Fred Young's attacks of vomiting and cramping became more frequent and increasingly severe. He was also admitted to the hospital where he was diagnosed with antimony poisoning. Man, it'd be hard to get into the restroom in that household. He was, Well, they just probably went outside. Yeah. He was lucky to have survived his son's experimentation, but could not come to accept that his son was responsible. Now, see, he's in denial, Brandy. You want to explain denial to her? Yeah, it's like when you... The state uh, that the both of you live in? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, denial, devil. It's It means that you refuse to accept the truth. Like, okay? like we accept that you're working when we oh, really yeah. know. We accept... Like you ex- refuse to accept, well, our Lord Jesus into your life. And I think she's religious, aren't you? No, she ain't religious. She's, she's religious uh, when she's doing that moon dance, naked, running around naked at the cauldron on the equinox. You're do religious you then. Do you celebrate Where's the equinox? Hmm? Like the car? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a thing you get check your credit, isn't it? Right, yeah. <laughs> All right, so, so the role... The role of responsibility yeah. fell to Young's school chemistry teacher, okay, who contacted the police when he discovered poisons and numerous articles and other material about famous poisoners in Graham's school desk. Oh, see, you I got one. What you keep in your school desk? Well, yeah. I wonder if it's like an old time desk where you lift the top up and you probably. have the pen well, yeah, ink probably, well or whatever. You know, I'm going to run for president. My first priority is going to be chemistry set control. Oh, yeah, for sure. Those need regulated. Well, in his case, I mean, at one point did they say, you know, people are dropping like flies around here. Maybe we ought not give Graham the arsenic. Well, hold on. So Graham was sent to a police psychiatrist where his encyclopedic knowledge of poisons Soon became apparent. Yeah, that's yeah. that's not a good time to brag. <laughs> no, that's not. What I, I'm, Graham Young uh, was you arrested show? on May twenty third, nineteen sixty two. He admitted the poisoning of his father, sister, and school friend Williams, but no murder charges were brought against him for the murder of his stepmother. Well, she was crem- as any evidence had been destroyed at the time of her crea- cremation. Cremation. Yeah, well, he couldn't bear the thought of her being eaten by worms. Not mumsy. <laughs> Still only 14, he was committed to Broadmoor Maximum Security Hospital, Okay, the youngest inmate since 1885, for a minimum period of 15 years. Okay. Sounds reasonable to me, Colonel. Incarceration. a young man when he gets out. Incarceration barely dampened Graham's enthusiasm for experimentation. Duh, he's surrounded by people that nobody's really going to miss, probably. (laughs) Uh, In fact, it merely gave him access to new subjects. Okay. Within weeks of Graham's arrival at the hospital, the death of an inmate, John Barrage, by cyanide poisoning, had prison authorities baffled. How the really? Fuck are you gonna get a hold had of prison, cyanide? Had prison authorities baffled? How are you getting cyanide into prison? Well, you know, you can always bribe the janitor. But here's my point: you have a serial poisoner in your facility, and you're baffled well, that this guy died. By cyanide poisoning. Well, they but you to, don't have to be needed, baffled by it. They should have called in Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> they should have called. Dude, they could have called in the Keystone Cops to get this shit right. You don't know he did it. <sighs> I'm pretty sure. All right. You so, know what happened was when you assume. Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. Graham readily confessed to the poisoning. So they didn't need to be baffled long because he just walked up and told him. He claimed to have extracted the cyanide from laurel bush leaves. Oh, that, that's smart. Oh, yeah. and here that's we go. Thank you. 
And as many things that happen, his confession was not taken seriously, and Barrage's death was ruled a suicide. Uh, death well, by misadventure. Yeah. Yeah, well, he could have killed himself. He was absolutely, after all, he was incarcerated. He, well, okay, I didn't know those things well, necessarily. Well, sure, you get depressed up. when you're incarcerated. Look at the colonel. He was he was incarcerated overnight. I was incarcerated. I'd done my time in the pokey. He did his pokey time. I, I, could, I, told I bet him, he did. That's what I told him. I could do a day standing on my head. So this or, is nothing, or bent over. This is nothing compared to what I'm my life, what the hell I lived. On through. other occasions, staff and inmates' drinks were found to have been tampered with, including the introduction See, of an abrasive sodium compound, commonly called sugar soap. See, used, that would be concerning to me. Used for preparing painted walls. Yeah. It was in a tea urn that could have caused mass poisoning <clears throat> had it not been discovered. While locked away, Graham continued to read widely about poisoning, although he began to keep his obsession increasingly well hidden. Duh. Why wouldn't they why would they give him books on chemicals? I don't know. When authorities made it clear that appearing less obsessed would speed up his release. I'm gonna tell you how to get out of here. Mm. <laughs> Idiots. I'm gonna keep killing everybody till they just forget who I am and exactly. just let me walk through the gate. Put down the arsenic. You have a better chance of getting out of here. And By the late 1960s, Young's, Young's doctor seemed oblivious to his continued fatal fascination and recommended in June of 1970 that he be released as he had been cured. Okay, so he's cured. He was like a ham, like a Christmas ham. He was cured. just cured up. He was cured. Well, Graham celebrated his release yes. by informing a psychiatric nurse that he intended to kill one person for every year he had been in Broadmoor. Yeah. The comment was recorded. Yeah, Seems reasonable. It's Here goals. we go. The comment was recorded on his file, but amazingly, never influenced the decision to release him. He's just spouting off. He's yeah. just spouting off. Yeah. He's just acting out. He's just Graham's acting out. He's good. He's a good yeah. boy. Mm-hmm. He's a good boy. Uh, let's see. Graham was released on February 4th, 1971. He was now age 23. He went to stay in a hostel, but had contact with his sister, Winnie, who had moved to Hemel Hempstead following her marriage. Don't, wouldn't you think they would call those friendlies? What, I mean, I'd be more, check, more likely to check into a friendly Instead than a hostel. hostel. Do you remember yeah. friendlies? They had the best ice cream. Do you remember yeah. the movie Hostels? I do. Yeah, that was good. They mm-hmm. think that they'd uh, kill those people with uh, chainsaws. Yeah, I didn't watch it. That was good. Okay. How did you not see Hostel? I just didn't see it. God damn. Uh, great movie. Despite having been poisoned by him, Winnie was more forgiving than her father, who initially wanted nothing to do with his son. Really? <clears throat> Winnie, Winnie, and Graham, w- Winnie was forgiving. Winnie and Graham reconnected after his release and seemed to establish a healthy relationship. Okay. Mm. Winnie was concerned by his fixation with his crimes. Was she a poo? Well, no, I don't think Winnie. so. Was not where, no. where Winnie? Oh, Winnie taking a poo. <laughs> she with Piglet. Leave her alone. Uh, let's see. He, she was concerned by his fixation with his crimes. He took great delight in visiting the scenes of his past crimes. Okay. Thriving on the reaction of his old neighbors in Nesden when, when they recognized who he was. He reminds me of uh, Jesse Pomeroy, the boy fiend. Remember that one we did? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I liked him. Yeah, me too. Graham, <clears throat> really? Graham made me. Yeah, that fucked up eye, remember? Oh, yeah. Had the googly eye. <laughs> the frog eye. I know. Yeah. 
Graham made many trips to London, where he stocked up on the antimony, thallium, and other poisons required for his experiments, and fellow and a fellow hostile resident, 34-year-old Trevor Sparks, was soon exhibiting the familiar cramps and sickness. See, if, you, if, if this kid's anywhere near you and you start feeling a little upset, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah. reach for the tongues. Another <laughs> man. Right to the ER. Yeah, another man he befriended experienced such agony that he took his own life. Although no connection <laughs> to Graham, laughing. <laughs> although no connection to no, Graham I mean, Young was established at the time. Right there, like, oh, <laughs> I was gonna go lay down, but I'm gonna kill myself instead. Jeez. How many pages she get? More she than three over there. I got one because <laughs> because you tend to ramble. Graham soon yeah, found. We work. were talking about a new project we're working on, a, a podcast, and uh, Nina from Already Gone said, she suggested that we, we're going to do 30 minutes, and she said, well, about seven to nine pages is 30 minutes. And I said, really, because we get five pages, we get an hour out of it. <laughs> right. You, so you guys are doing other projects and you're not including me? Is that the <laughs> fucking deal? We can't even we get you to hear. To. They said, uh, the other people said no. I'm sorry. You're invited if you want, but you don't even show up for this. You've been so. blackballed. And you'll never work in this industry no, again. We, it's, it's, That's it's fine. An, it's nope, a, no. It's in the nope, very sugar. beginning stages. Whatever. Graham soon found work as a store man. But it'll be the, soon no, available on You keep talking, though. <laughs> we wanted you. We did. We didn't think we could afford you. The other people didn't want you. <laughs> the yeah. other people was your parents. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's like when, when my mom told me that the Girl Scouts wouldn't take me. <clears throat> they fucking take everybody, but they wouldn't take me. And that's what she told me. It scarred me for life. Well, I couldn't even be a brownie or whatever. Well, do you know that it's not true? What? That they rejected yeah, you? Yeah, I fig- figured that out when I was about 30. <laughs> Up until then, which scarred me worse. You know, you what happened to therapy. me later on in life where I got scarred, I had a dog, Humphrey. It was a good dog. He liked me, but he didn't what like other people. He? He was a kind of a houndish kind of mix. Mix. Yeah, and he was a really good dog, but he one day apparently. What was his name? Humphrey. Humphrey, nice name. So I uh, come home and my dog's gone. Okay, Humphrey's Son gone. Son of a bitch. The Humphrey's dog's gone. gone. Was he they, poisoned? Well, they, was this guy around? <laughs> that he had to go to Graham. a farm because he was getting so big, and my uncle Earl had a farm. All right, all right. He really got hit and, by a car or something. No, as I got older, I was like, hold the fuck on. Earl. Lives in an apartment in the nastiest section of town. That motherfucker ain't had a farm ever. So now I'm older at this time, so I go to my mom and I was like, Mom, what the hell happened to my dog, Humphrey? She's like, What do you mean? I was like, I came home from school one day, Humphrey was gone. You said he was getting too big, he needed to be on a farm. Turns out, my mom was hanging clothes on the line in the backyard. Humphrey growled at her. She took the son bitch to the SPCA and had he put sleep. Oh, Brandy, that's dramatic. That's some cold shit right there. Your mom's OG. <laughs> that's, she had my stepdad put him in the car. Your mom took is him to OG. the SPCA and had him put down. <laughs> that's pretty bad. For Shouldn't growling at her was well. You know what? She, You're lucky you didn't growl at her. <laughs> <laughs> my mom was a tiny woman. She I always said my mama never slapped me ever, never. She would hit you with a closed hand because it hurt her to slap. Well, uh, I've told my kids did. that I'll beat, I'll we had a tra- beat you, you with your had, brother. You've had, a, you've had a tragic life. I girl. mean, who do, I was, it was like, you know, 20, I was in my 20s or something. I realized 
Oh, this motherfucker ain't got Did it happen when you were in your 20s? No, it happened when I was like in the sixth grade, seventh you know, grade. But that's, you know what? Here's the point. That's fine. I will be off being fabulous all on my own. That's fine. No, it's, 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 no, it might no, not keep ever talking. get off, off ground. But, but um, it was fun. It's funny how many pages that some podcasts can get through. I know. I know. And we have a problem doing that. Graham soon found work as a store man at John Hadland Laboratories. Oh. Perfect. Oh, yeah. A photographic supply firm where his new employers were aware of his Broadmoor stay, but not as his history as a poisoner. What the fuck did they think he was in there for? <laughs> well, I mean, he could be in the hospital for a number of things. He just yeah. didn't know he was. They might have had some reservations given the easy availability of poisons such as thallium, routinely used in photographic processes. But he had, in any case, already secured his poison supplies from unsuspecting London pharmacists. You remember when those uh, Polaroids came first came out? No. You could take some dirty pictures with them, couldn't you, Colonel? <laughs> you could, Timmy. You could. That was before the digital age. Yeah, yeah. You, you could take any. You just got get it. You know, you was around back then. You got freaky pictures laying around. No. Well, Dude, you wouldn't first have to all, take them to the... That was the 70s. Help. If there are freaky pictures laying around of me then... That's a bigger problem for somebody because I was, was too young. I was very young. Graham's willingness, in fact, his eagerness to make tea and coffee for his co-workers raised no concerns. <laughs> hey, coffee boy. Yeah. Therefore, teach them when Bob, when, when Young's boss, 59 year old Bob uh, Eagle, Eggle, sorry, began to experience severe cramps and dizziness. It was attributed to a virus thought to be doing the rounds. Oh, of course. It's always known, a virus around here. He's a carrier. Known locally as the Bovingdon bug. Ooh. Which had affected the Bovington bug, Colonel. Which had affected a number of local oh, school children. Oh, the Bovington bug. All the ones. Are the school children from Bovington, I'm assuming? I assume so. Other Hadland workers complained of similar cramps, but none were ever as severe as, were ever as, severe as Eggles, who curiously seemed to recover when off work, um, when off work ill, but instantly became sicker than ever on his return to work. Eggle was eventually admitted to the hospital where he died in agony on July 7th, 1971. His cause of death was recorded as pneumonia. Well, you know, pneumonia is something you have to be very <laughs> cautious of. In September of 1971, 60-year-old Fred Biggs began to suffer similar symptoms to Eggle, and general absenteeism at Hadland increased dramatically, with employees suffering a variety of unusual and debilitating ailments, including the usual cramps, hair loss, and sexual dysfunction. Can you take off work for sexual dysfunction? Oh, yeah. Or hair loss? Yeah, both. Oh, both. both. <laughs> I've missed several both days. Both counts. <laughs> I've missed several days this month just for hair loss and sexual dysfunction. Various. Uh, it's embarrassing when I have to call our boss. To tell well, him. I bet. I got a. <laughs> I got a boner. It won't go away. It's been six hours. Uh, Kevin, I've lost a little bit of hair this morning. <laughs> there was hair on my sheets. Get it ready. Help um, me. Various sources were considered, including water contamination, radioactive fallout. What? What could? Could have been the aliens. Um, radioactive fallout and leakage of the chemicals used at the firm itself, but no real progress was made towards the cause. Biggs was eventually admitted to the London Hospital for nervous diseases. Well, he was nervous. Well, you would be too if you were shitting <laughs> your brains out. Uh, but it took yeah, a long time loss. to die. A cause of some frustration to Young. 
who recorded his displeasure in his diary. Son uh, of a bitch see, just won't go. See, that's his, that's, a, that's his downfall as he keeps records. But he eventually succumbed on November 19, 1971, in excruciating pain. Uh. A workplace inquiry was conducted to determine the safety of the lab. This second death raised great concern within the firm. By this stage, about 70 employees had recorded similar symptoms, and there were fears for personal safety. Does nobody notice that this dipshit over here is and not getting sick? <laughs> the, the coffee boy. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> the doctor on site tried to reassure staff by insisting that health, health and safety rules were being strictly adhered to and was taken aback when Graham Young challenged him in front of colleagues, quizzing him, him on why thallium poisoning had not been considered as a cause. I do not believe considering, Graham had been rehabilitated. See, yeah. now, see, now he's just being a show-off. Considering yeah. that it was used in the photographic process. Yeah. The doctor was surprised at the in-depth toxolo- toxicological <laughs> knowledge. Toxicological. Espoused. That's what I just said. Yeah, toxicological. Okay. Yeah, so he's surprised at his knowledge. Espoused by Graham Young yeah. and brought it to the attention of management. Why did you put that word in her yeah, I because I nailed it. I, I fucking put, nailed it. After I the third attempt. Nailed, no, it wasn't. Yeah, you liked it. No, I wasn't like Mel Tillis over like here. <laughs> I fucking drilled it. I you fucking like the drilled it. Leaps off the ramp into gymnastics face first no, into no, no. the pommel horse. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not that one either. I nailed it. <laughs> Don't be talking about me. I'm not, I'm not saying a word. <laughs> He's Switzerland over here. He's shit, Switzerland shit. I am Switzerland. Uh, let's see. So they called the police finally. Subsequent forensic inquiries revealed that the thallium poison, poisoning, the first recorded case of deliberate poisoning by this heavy metal ever recorded. Graham Young's previous poison conviction Judas was Priest soon poisoned somebody in that chair. <laughs> Twisted so sister. Another heavy metal. Twisted sister. Yeah. Uh, so well, they finally. They're just not going to take it, Timmy. <laughs> they did not do a background check oh, well, on this son of a bitch. Riot? I, I don't, like I don't know. They weren't, they weren't suspects. Okay. Uh, let's see. But they're not heavy metal, are they? They're they are. Right. Mental, right. mental health Hero drove them off. mad. Anyway. I thought that would be more like Metallica or something. Mm. So anyway, so his poison conviction was soon unearthed, as were his collection of poisons and meticulous diaries recording explicit dosages see, administered to individuals. You don't, you and don't they're keep re-asked. a diary. If you're going to be a serial killer, don't keep a fucking diary. <laughs> How, I mean, is it how fucking hard is it, Colonel? Right. Now they'd have Twitter and shit. He, this <laughs> just tweet it out. Tweet shit out. You're going to tweet it out? <laughs> tweet it out. You yeah, he did. careful when you tweet it. All right. Tweet. So, so, okay. So, anyway, fucker kept diaries. <laughs> <laughs> so what happens next, Colonel? Bring well, us home. Me, bring us me, home. Let me, let me, I'm going to bring this on, bitch. Home. Now, Graham, he was arrested. Arrested, Brandy. In 1971. Brandy. 1971. Yeah, he'd been the where he had been visiting his father in an attempt to repair their relationship. <laughs> <laughs> a quantity of thallium was found in his possession. My bad. Why don't we have a cup of tea and talk this yeah. over? Under interrogation, he admitted verbally to the poisonings, but refused to sign a written admission of guilt. I don't blame him. That's crazy. He clearly relished the notoriety mm-hmm. that his day in court would afford him. Hmm. His trial started. And he was charged with two counts of murder. Two, two counts, counts of attempted murder. Of murder and two counts of administering poison. Murder. Graham pleaded not guilty and seemed confident he would be acquitted, just like every some bitch that walks in a courtroom does. Brandy, your thoughts on that? 
He was innocent. He didn't do it. <laughs> it wasn't me. If the glove doesn't fit. <clears throat> <laughs> now, don't look at me. If the teacup don't fit. Don't look at me. Every, right. You know, everybody walks into a courtroom like, I got this. Yeah. I got I'm this. Gonna be a, I'm done. I'm out. I'm out. I'm acquitted. Every single time I walked into a courtroom, I'm like, oh, I'm good. I don't even need the goddamn attorney. I don't know why I'm paying you. How's that working out for you? Guilty. <laughs> <laughs> so, now, Graham was delighted at the media hype. He was a media whore. Mm. And he liked to be called the teacup poisoner. But he, he probably a, would have been good with the Twitter. Well, account. he wasn't. He he didn't love teacup poisoner because he felt it was a little bit too dainty, parochial. I see. And, and by that, mm. devil parochial means local. Yeah. You know, kind of a small area. Um, limited. Limited. Yeah. He felt it was parochial, and it belittled his skill and knowledge. He thought. World Poisoner will be more appropriate. Yeah, that wow. the World Poisoner has a ring to it. But, Brandy, you've got to admire his knowledge, if nothing else. <laughs> He's like Pinky in the Brain. <laughs> Graham had counted on the advances made in forensic sciences in the decades since the death of his stepmother. He miscalculated. However, he did not watch CSI, and the effect of reading the tracks of his diary, which he cold-bloodedly lists the effects of his poisons, would have on the jury. He was found guilty on all counts, huh. just like every some bitch goes into a prison. When asked whether he felt any remorse over his sadistic killings, nice prose there, Timmy. Thank you, Colonel. It is said that he replied with nope. a blues lyric. What I feel is the emptiness of my soul. Yeah, that's an old Howlin' Wolf lyric. What I feel is the emptiness of my soul. That's what he said, Brandy. That's what he said. Graham See how he brings the script to life? He doesn't just monotonely read it. Yeah. He brings it to life. She just goes through the motions yeah. when she's here. Mm-hmm. Now, she's Graham rare. was incarcerated at the maximum security... Fuck you both. Parker's prison on the Isle of... Man. <laughs> Spit it out there, Chief. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Isle of Wright, but it's out of White here. Uh, the home of Britain's most... Serious criminals. Serious, Brandy. Usually reserved for those with severe mental conditions. You'll I think see he's it got a condition. Enough, devil. Um, now he there he befriended Moore's murderer Ian Brady. Oh, who, him and Ian. Who yeah. became did, did they become BFF with the twenty? Of course, we did. Uh, we get did uh, the Moore's murders. Yeah. yeah. Are they allowed to call each other their best friends? Are they allowed to be best yeah, friends because they like, outlawed that like, somewhere? He didn't like Ian that well. And no. it turns out Brady was kind of hot for Graham, but Graham was truly asexual. Brady Ex- wanted the Graham cracker, girl. <laughs> wow. He wanted to crack the Graham real good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, Brady described Graham as genuinely asexual. What do you think <clears throat> about that, Brandy? What do you think about asexuality? I believe Graham needed some sexual healing. Not me, I don't know. What, what do you think? What's your general thoughts about asexuals, Brandy? I think that that's sad. I think they're missing out on a lovely part of but life. Perhaps See, they don't want to. I think you they would have judged a couple because Ian I don't Brady, judge them. You're, you're judging them. You're, you're saying that they're living a less of a life than the rest. I'm of not us. judging them. I'm saying that they're missing out on a beautiful part of life. So, yeah, so she's basically. Yeah. What What are you saying there? You saying that you live for sex? Is that what you're telling us, Deborah? No. You, you kind of sound like you're yeah. you're pro sex there. I would like to apologize to any asexuals that we have. Yeah, listening. We pro- I know we have a lot of asexual yeah. listeners, and you know, there's nothing wrong with that, Brandy. Right. I don't know why you disperse, besmirch 
the asexuals among us. Well, anyway, so Ian Brady's there, but like I said, he wanted to crack Graham, but he couldn't do it. Um, and Graham was excited only by power and clinical experimentation. Observation. What's experimentation? Clarify that for me. What's experimentation? <laughs> it's when you do experimentation, but he's, it's experimentation. He's got a good point, Brandon. Yeah. You have to admit he has a point. They spent a lot of time together playing chess and bonding over their fascination with Nazi Germany and Young. Well, they had that in common. himself a little Hitler sport. See, Hitler stat. You don't that that hasn't come back since then. It hasn't. You know, there's no coming back from the Hitler stash. <laughs> yeah, it, it, you think that would get, you know that would cycle through again, but <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, just one of those that's not going to come back. Yeah. Now he was thrilled. With a waxwork of himself was added to Madame Tussaud's Chamber of Horrors. Tussaud? Who the like fuck Tussaud. is Tussaud? Yeah. Is that her lesser-known sister? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a cheap one. Yeah. That was, that was so like, there's a wax, Graham. Graham you know, wax. You know Ripley's, believe it or not, uh-huh. and, then, and then they got Curly's. Uh, yeah. Might be, might not. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Could be. Could be. Could be or not. Yeah. Well, so, and do we know really she was a madam? Do we really know that? Well, he got put in there, Timmy, alongside she was a lady. his childhood hero, Dr. Crippen. Ah, uh, <clears throat> Dr. Crippen, Brandy, you're a good friend. Mm. Now, Young died in his cell on August 1st. Was he poisoned? 1990. At the age of 42, he died oh, young. Oh, he died young, Brandy. So, Billy his... Joel was wrong about that one because this douchebag did, died young. Yeah, what did he die He of? wasn't only the good. The official cause of death was heart failure. Was he Although poisoned? there remains conjecture that fellow inmates who, with the exception of Brady, were always wary of Young, may have poisoned his ass. Yeah, that that might have been a good move, Brandy. Well, that he grew tired of prison life and poisoned himself. One final gesture of control that he took, Timmy. Now, I mean, you make a good point there. But mm-hmm. there are repercussions, devil. There are repercussions. There's a part D to this. Mm-hmm. On no, in November 2005, a 16-year-old Japanese girl, Japanese schoolgirl was arrested for poisoning her mother with thallium. Mm. She claimed to be fascinated by Graham Young and having seen a 1995 film about him, kept an online similar blog and her mother remains in a coma. What do you think about that, Brandy? He's Godspeed. getting... He's got some uh, sick followers. Yes, he does. All right, Brandy, your final thoughts on young Graham Young, the teacup poisoner. I am fascinated. What do you think about him? Was he a good person? What? <laughs> your no. final thoughts? No, he was not a good person. Uh, Colonel, your final thoughts on Graham Young, the teacup poisoner, or as uh, he preferred to be called, <clears throat> The world poisoner. Seems like a kind of a douche to me. Douche, douche. All right. We would like to thank you all for joining us. We would uh, like to give a shout out to all of you who support us on Patreon. We appreciate it very much. If you would like to support us on Patreon, just go to patreon.com slash history dweebs where you can give a little, you can give a lot, or Or just a wee tiny bit to me. We also appreciate all of you who've left us reviews on iTunes. That's how other people find us. So please, if you haven't left us a review, please go and leave us a five-star review telling us how much you enjoy me. Um, Colonel, tell us about, give a shout-out to our wonderful, wonderful 
Patreon, Patreon supporters. <clears throat> yes. <clears throat> All right. Let me start here, Timmy. Let me get this paper out of the way. Take that, devil. Break this down, devil. All right. Let's see who we got here, Timmy. Okay. We got Ben Dobrovich. Hi, Ben. Hero. Hey, Ben. James Seabright, Tommy Lane, Jason Dykes, Terry Stafford, or Malachi. You know, they're having a Austin meetup of the dweebs. Are they? I yeah, love that. In June. I think June. We, uh, yeah, come to our Facebook page, History to Use a Podcast, and get if you're in if you're in the Austin area because they're having a cool meetup. I wish we could go, Brandy, but uh, you won't let me. Go ahead, Colonel. My very very uh, nice co-host Shelly Garrett. Yes, from uh, Rants and Reasons. Who from Rants owns and Reasons and Oklahoma? She owns you, dude. She doesn't own me. I just be nice to her, Timmy. I try to make her look smart. Well, you're doing a wonderful job. <laughs> right. <laughs> go team. Yeah. Bridget Clavey, Brandy McBride, Jennifer Savota, lovely Maggie Glover, Mike Sadler, Jamie Dent, Maja, Tyrone, Amber Scoville, Marsha, Boris, Stacey Alsop, Jody and Sean Wells, Amber Anderson, our good friends that they walk among us. Rosanna and Ben. Rosanna and Ben, whose whose hair is not fire. I'm sure it's lovely and, and soft. Uh, and who, they are also up for a British uh, podcasting yes. award, along That's with our friends from Slaughter. So yes. good luck to them. Lorna Violet, Mike Dale, Kelly Charette, Cam Widener, the lovely Callie Jones, Lauren Meredith, Jessica Greeno, Pleasing Terrors, Mike Brown. Yes, uh, Pleasing Terrors and uh, History Goes Bump. They're having a um, live show, I believe, in Louisville. Check, uh, go to either their, of their Facebook group and to learn more information. I think it's uh, coming up in June, isn't it, Brandy? Something like that. Yeah, okay. it would be cool. I wish we could go to that, but Brandy won't let me. Okay. What the fuck? I'm not your mom. Can I get through this? I don't know. Can you? Okay. And Hute, Reen, Ursula, Marissa Albany, Sarah Bloom, Amber Croup, Now America History Podcast with Joe and Sean. Li- Catherine. Uh, uh, Ursula is Lenick. Okay. Okay. Catherine. Maybe she didn't want that reveal. Cockeraj Richardson. Catherine, you need a new nickname. Laura O'Reilly, Christine Bourgeois, Aaron, Kimberly Cameron, Elise, History Goes Bump, Diane Student, Ransom Reason. Yes, wonderful podcast. Jahara, Alicia and Chip, Marika Smith, Jeff and Dawn Chestnut, Backroads to History, and Poems by Jeff, my favorite, Karen Barnes, Rachel Flynn, Shirley Squirrely, Shirley Strap. Rachel Flynn from uh, Haunted, Haunted Visions. Haunted Visions, yes. Randy's other podcast. Used to be here. Yep, now she's gone. Now mm-hmm. she's gone. We My miss you, Rachel. Gone. It's sad. Todd Long, Lydia Fisher, Phyllis Munson, Melissa Mentoya. Kristen Malachinsky, Paula Kimes, Per Westerman, Amanda Christine. All right, Timmy. Heather Poole, Adam McWaters. The Vanish Podcast. Yes, with our good friend Marissa. Christy Lee at the True uh, Canadian True Crime Podcast. And she's Australian, but she does Canadian True yeah, Crime. Yeah, I don't trust her. Insight, <laughs> but, I, but you know, um, uh, Insight, Charlie and Allie. Yes, and um, uh, Dominique did a guest spot on I Insight. I haven't heard. Have you oh, listened really? to it? I haven't yeah. listened to it yet, but I want to. Dominique from Death Store did a... Um, uh, she co-hosted Insight, so I'm gonna check it out. It should be cool. Joe Clifford, yes, Mistress Vader. You think she's a dominatrix? Oh, I'm sure she is. I'm sure she is. Ron Monasterio, Tracy Smith, Jess, John B, Nene, Bridget Bernard, Stacy, Christine Howard, Cheryl Walden, 
um, Nicholas, Ryan, Margaret McDonald, Aaron Turner, Michelle Jones, Clark. Well, hey, Clark still got snow in his front yard, Timmy. <laughs> and he must have like bullshit. he must like three yeah. weeks of summer up there. He's up in the fucking yeah. Antarctica. <laughs> I know he's up in the great, Arctic Circle great white or north up there, man. He's, I mean, there's always <laughs> snow on the ground. He he just and you know Diane makes him shovels it too every day. <laughs> Fuck yeah, that snow uh, won't shovel itself. Um, Clark, but Clark and Diane Tr- Trowbridge are good friends. Beth Wallen, Andrew Scammel. Uh, Michaela Wallstrom, Aaron Fowler, Lee Flanagan, a lovely her, Irish with girl. With her lovely hair. She with has lovely, lovely hair. hair. She does. I want to stroke her hair. <laughs> Easy there, Junior. What the fuck you got going she on very, there? It's just very pretty hair. Okay, she got pretty what hair. What the fuck? Pervert? It's not perverted yeah, about that. You know what? Jeez. I went through like 25 women on here that got pretty hair. I didn't make any, any Didn't he sound like that? Hannibal Lecter when yeah. he said it, too? I want to stroke her hair. There's nothing wrong with that. Hello, Leanne. It's natural. <laughs> yeah. It's natural. No, that's not you it. You can still hear him scream, can't you, Clarice? Uh, who we got here? Now we got a... <laughs> who put huge erection onto my damn page? <laughs> that was you. <laughs> I'm a douche. That was you. <laughs> also you. Penetration. Yes. <laughs> and... uh. May Annis. So anyway. All you. <laughs> okay, I might add them to the list. Uh, the Comeback Podcast, of course. Yeah, Nicholas West. Nicholas West and Rudy, the world's most dangerous canine. Woody, Rudy, Woody. Woody, the wonder dog. Woody. Woody, the wonder dog. Lovely. And, and, and if Renee ever tells you he went to live on a farm. <laughs> No, Renee be telling Rudy that I went to live on a farm. It's more accurate, yeah. Uh, Lady Beverly, of course, and the woman we do this show for a week after, well, at least me and you do, week after oh week after week after week, the wonderful Dottie Scott. Yes, and Noah, who is having a birthday. And Noah, who is having a birthday. It's coming up. It's Noah, coming I'm going to get you a real bow and arrow, not that candy-ass spongy shit your mama gives you. I'm going to give you some heroin, man. <laughs> Get this party started. Scotty you went to Zanax. First right? of all, you have to hand deliver that. <laughs> yeah. So. So that's it. That's to make it. sure it gets there, yeah. All right. Uh, Brandy, you're any final thoughts? Because we won't see you for another six or yeah, eight six, weeks. Yeah, six, eight weeks. What the fuck is wrong with you? When are you going on vacation? June or July. Uh, all right. Well, I'm going in May, so I know that I there, know. there will not be We're a podcast. excited. There will not be a podcast, I'm sure, while I'm Chuck, away. Chuck, tell him. What? Tell him he's saying there's not going to be a podcast while he's oh, gone. Oh, there's going to be podcasts. Oh, there will be podcasts. There will be, be podcasts. It will be a good one. It'll oh, be it'll like be... that running swiftly shit. No, because what will happen is it will be amazing, and then we won't need you. And so you can tr- try it all over Europe. Well, you got the computer. Thank you. Yeah, I got the computer. Oh, I got a computer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, but no, yeah. Thank you all for joining us, and we'll see you next time on History Dweez. Bye, good everyone. Day. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 